0: Hello and welcome back to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. I took a little hiatus over the summer to focus on family and patients and just enjoying our time together. So I'm really excited to come back this fall and share lots of new information with you about health, wellness, chronic illness, functional medicine, testing, all of that good stuff. So today what we're doing is diving into the book that I just read called To Die For by Alan Wicker, and the dye is spelled D-Y-E as in clothing dye, uh, chemicals that we use on our clothing, our products, our bedding, our sheets, our makeup, all of these things, and it was a fantastic book. I think it is a must read, at least read the first half of the book, grab the audiobook, definitely get your hands on this book. So whether or not you're suffering with chronic illness or autoimmunity, maybe you're someone who has chemical sensitivities, you have eczema, rashes, hives, um, mast cell activation syndrome, headaches, uh, you wear a uniform. There's so many reasons that you'd want to pick up this book and learn more. And then the other half of this is if you have children and you want to protect their health, their reproductive health, all of these things, because a lot of their toys, their clothes, their shoes have so many dreadful, harmful chemicals in them that cause illnesses that we know exist. And the author does such an amazing job of presenting this information. And I want to say that it's an easy read because the way she presents it is so informative and engaging, but it's also incredibly well-researched, well-documented not only from a, I'll say a patient perspective, but a practitioner perspective from a chemical and ingredient manufacturing perspective as well. So as I was thinking about this and looking at these people that she's interviewing, I'm thinking, yes, this is my classic patient, someone whose hair is falling out. They have no energy. They have no libido. Maybe they have hormone issues like Significant PMS, PMDD, PCOS, infertility. They're going through menopause, but it's whack. Like it's starting at 38 and their periods are getting shorter and longer and nothing's helping. And they're being told at like 38 or 48 to get back on birth control for control of this. People who have mood issues, like they're irritable and, you know, depression, anxiety, that's not treatable. Uh, Migraines autoimmune like the first or second chapter she's talking about Crohn's and being on Remicade I'm like oh my god you know that's me so it's like okay maybe this plays a part in my autoimmunity Um, people who have intolerances to perfume and chemicals um, eczema psoriasis skin issues what about people with dysautonomia or POTS the all these things and they come back and they're like yes, your labs are normal, your testing is normal, maybe you have a few sensitivities, you don't have any infections, you don't have any Lyme, we don't, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just crazy. And what this author really proved is that you're not crazy. This isn't in your head. Your body is having a real reaction, and there is a reason why. And really what we're missing is that we have this chemical overload, and you might have heard the term PFAS, P-F-A-S, and how dangerous these plastic chemicals are, maybe phthalates, heavy metals, Recent, not recently, but a while ago, you know, we took out BPA because it's so toxic, and now you see all these water bottles that are a type of plastic, and they say, BPA-free, so you think you're doing something good. But instead, what they did is replaced it with BPS and made it 10 times more dangerous. And there's all over 12,000 types of PFASs, and they're permanent. They live in our body. They live in our environment. There's no way to get rid of it. And when we ban one chemical, they just make another one. And usually it has even worse effects to our body. And what I really appreciate in this book as well is she says she talked to Multiple physicians, immunologists, allergists, and they're all calling bullshit. And they're saying, no, chemicals aren't an issue. Look, it's safe, it's FDA approved. Uh there's no research on it, and it's not an issue. And then, of course, things like detoxing is dumb. Our liver is fine. You don't you don't need a detox. Your body detoxes for you. And literally quoted. A physician who said, "Physicians steer clear of these people because they are so complicated. You have to be Sherlock Holmes and investigate." And how immunologists and allergists don't understand what's happening to people, but because they're told by the government and medical associations, "Oh, we tested this chemical on a rat and the rat survived, so we're fine." But rats can't tell you that they have brain fog or that their joints hurt or they feel inflamed or they're right. There's we don't have this information. And this is where functional medicine comes in and they go, all right, let's do all of this testing, right? And this is where we have to pause as well and say, okay, how do we even narrow this down? Because a lot of docs go, oh, it's Lyme. Everybody has Lyme. We're just going to test for Lyme. Even if it's negative, you definitely have Lyme, but we could be missing this big picture of chemicals. And don't worry, in a little bit few minutes here, I'm going to tell you what my thought process on how to manage this situation is. But I saw the self with my own health, having COVID and then developing mast cell activation syndrome, where I broke out in highs from head to toe. And it was burning and excruciatingly painful. And I was put on medication and my primary at the time was like, well, I have you on the best stuff. There's nothing else I can do for you. And then I saw another immunologist who just looked at me and shrugged his shoulders and said, yeah, I'm on all the Facebook groups. I don't know what to tell you. We don't know what this is. We know it's a mass cell issue, but, uh, sorry, why don't you just double or triple your medication and let's see what happens? Like it feels so hopeless. Um, and I think a really big issue of why we don't talk about this is things that I've already mentioned. Like, the government says it's safe. It's FDA approved. The medical associations say there's no way this is a possibility that the polyester in your clothing is causing infertility. And then we find that we blame the victim, right? Oh, you're just so sensitive. And she talked a lot about how the her main focus was on airline steward and stewardesses, that they have these uniforms that are just so incredibly toxic that people were breaking out in bloody blisters and asthma and runny nose and their eyes were crusting over and only only 20% of the employees got sick and it wasn't significant enough to prove that it was the uniforms and things like this. And these companies are not required to disclose the chemicals. Now, in Europe, they've done a better job, but because of importing... From other countries that make things cheaper like India and China. There aren't these regulations there or they're not enforced as well. So a lot of these countries are testing before these products come into the country which of course makes them more expensive. And so companies don't have to disclose the chemicals because it's their private formula that they don't want anybody using. They are told they can't use this chemical so they just make another one so, you know, when I first said there's 12,000 different types of PFAS out there, those permanent plastic chemicals, now we're using lead, we're using chromium, we're using heavy metals, we're using all we're making all kinds of new chemicals every single day that get into our water systems where farms are unable to ever grow food again because of the industrial runoff. And I have so much to say about this. It's amazing. What's interesting is I saw a study on polyester and how they gave men a polyester sleeve to wear over their genitals, and it caused azoospermia, meaning that they stopped making sperm, and they called it basically birth control for men. And then, of course, a lot of men were saying, oh, well, I've worn polyester underwear my whole life, and I've never had a problem. And, and that's true. Some people don't react, and some people do. There's no way of telling, but the fact that A simple polyester sleeve can stop sperm production, and polyester is in everything. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm looking through my closet, I'm wearing my leggings, I'm like, oh, this is 98% polyester. Our underwear is 98% polyester. You know, we have women going through IVF and paying $18,000 a round or more and needing multiple rounds, and what if it's coming just from their underwear? that's causing this infertility. And then we have the issue with period panties, which I loved and recommended. And recently a lawsuit was just uh, disclosed with a class action lawsuit against some of the major makers of these underwear because they put the plastic chemicals in there. And it's literally sitting across our genital area, being absorbed by incredibly sensitive tissues and directly affecting pH. uh, Ovary function, all of these things, and she, you know, and she talked about people like me who are paying twenty thousand dollars around just for remicade every six weeks. And at when I first got sick, I didn't have insurance. I still owe that twenty thousand dollars for the remicade plus my hospital stay because my insurance at that time didn't cover anything. So it's such a perfect diffuse diffuse I can't even think of the word right now because it makes me so upset it makes me so upset that we can talk about these things but literally everyone denies it or says the dose is the damage but when you think about it if you're wearing polyester leggings with plastic chemicals in them especially like performance leggings and most women don't wear underwear with them because they're extra steel coated right in the crotch region because of these chemicals. And we're telling you like, oh, it's your fault. Like, oh, you're breaking out if you don't take your clothes off right after you work out. Like, that's a problem. And people are like, well, you just buy differently. This is your fault. This happened to you. And it's really just these companies and the government have this vision of profit over people 100%. And it reminded me of the radium girls where they were licking the um, brushes with the radium on it as they were painting uh, radium onto watches and military equipment. And they died and they were like, oh, well, it's definitely not our fault. These girls teeth are falling out and dying horrible diseases and it's it's just it almost feels like it's just a woman it's fine like they can wear these leggings it's fine it's all in your head oh you have headaches and brain fog and your memory is crap and your hormones are crappy well that's just life of being a woman your fault right I feel like women get treated like that so much in our medical community and no one's willing to address this um now things are changing absolutely And we have some control, but we can't control what fast fashion is doing. And I think that's a really big topic of we're trying to buy clothes that are cheaper because of, you know, how expensive everything is. But we're not realizing that what we're buying is really affecting our health. And so I've been working with a lot of IC interstitial cystitis patients, men and women with bladder pain, um, vaginal pain, vulvar pain. Uh, Crohn's autoimmune. And I'm like, you know what? I recommend either wearing cotton underwear or organic underwear, trying cotton leggings, trying to go as organic and natural as possible. So this is, this is so hard because to me, it's almost devastating, right? I've come to this point in my health journey this year, and we'll talk about that later this year, but it's almost like we have no control of our health, right? Everyone's sitting there telling you, "Just eat healthy. Eat organic. Eat this way. Eat that way. Eat carnivore. Be vegan." Like, right? Like, oh, it's it's your fault. You're sick. You should have been gluten free. You sh- you should have known that. Like, there's so much victim blaming, but literally, the these industrial chemicals that we have on our clothing, the clothing dye, the plastics, the waterproofing, the stain free are are you can't buy a couch without it being Scotch guarded where our cars are covered in it. It's in our air. It's in our water. It's in our food. It's in like, you want to go sit in the grass, but like, and be grounding and be healthy. But our grass is covered in this crap as well. It's nothing is regulated. No one cares. The government doesn't care. It's not checking in. The companies absolutely don't care. They don't care about their workers. They don't care about anybody because they're making enough money. And we, we don't have these ability to work on this. Now, I would love for all of us to be able to stand up and go protest and make changes, and that would be wonderful, but we can't do that because as soon as you get one chemical banned, they're going to switch to another one. That's equally as toxic, unresearched, it's, and the author herself spent, oh my goodness, she said $10,000 on testing alone for like three items or four items. And these companies that are doing the testing are working for the big brands. So they're not even willing to disclose everything and even knowing that these companies are failing these tests because their job is to protect the companies, So, wow, big things here, right? And so frustrated, <laughs> angry, sad, right? Especially as someone like me who practices functional medicine and my goal is like, let's get to the root cause. Let's get to the root cause. It's like, okay, well, stop breathing air, stop drinking water, stop eating food, don't wear clothes. Like, what are we going to do? So here's here's my quick suggestions as we wrap this up. Um, Because I could really talk about this forever. So please, please, please go read that book um, or get it on audiobook, whatever you have to do, learn more about this. So number one, wash everything. Wash your clothes before you wear them. Wash your sheets, wash your towels, wash your blankets. If you buy new shoes, sit them out in the garage or outside to let them air out to off-gas is literally the term. If you buy a new mattress, um, open it up in the garage or outside if you can. Let it off-gas for at least 72 hours. Um, My Part of my horror story of this year is... Um, I developed post-viral asthma from switching to new medications because it gave me an upper respiratory infection. And so I'm like, all right, we have to make my bedroom, our bedroom, a safe place. So I went out and I bought new sheets and clean sheets and new comforter and new pillowcases. And you know what I didn't do? I didn't wash them. And I put them on my bed because I was like so excited. I'm like, all right, everything new, fresh room, everything's like detoxed totally. And that whole night I had horrible insomnia and my husband couldn't sleep either. And we're like, Oh my God, what do we do? Like, what do we eat? Like we're going through it the day before, like what happened? And then halfway through the day, my husband texts me. He's like, Oh my God, do you think we couldn't sleep because the sheets were off gassing on us? I'm like, 100%. I'm, we made a huge mistake. Like we should have washed the sheets of the comforter because under the sheets, it's like, Tank, right, of like chemicals building up because we're literally in a sleeping bag of chemicals. So make sure that you wash everything, especially if you buy fast fashion, something online, something from Amazon, something that's drop ship, something like that. Make sure that you avoid wrinkle free, flame retardant, stain free clothing and sheets. Um, use a steamer um, if you can, and if you don't want to iron, that's okay. I don't iron anything anymore. But all of those protective chemicals are what's killing you, what's giving you the headaches, what's causing the pain, autoimmunity. I already talked about organic underwear to block the PFAS from your leggings. If you can't, um, the company SALT, S-A-A-L-T, is supposed to be free from all of those PFAS and very safe as well. Then when it comes to food, do your best to do organic, but cooking, look at those the green um cooking utensils, use wood when you can, things like that. Um, try to use glass and steel cups or mugs or water bottles. Don't use anything plastic. Even though it says it's BPA-free or like free of all of those things, it just means they're using different chemicals that are even worse. Um Try and go clean on your makeup, your cleaning supplies. Eat organic when you can. And now we have to avoid that appeal uh, label. So if you see the A-P-E-E-L, it's a highly toxic coating that they've been allowed to put on organic foods to make them last longer. Nobody knows how that got approved, but we all know how it got approved. Eat local when you can. So it's better for you to go to the farmer's market or find a... It's better for you to go to a local farm and get their produce, um, maybe buy a cow, things like that, and maybe make your own clothes. I couldn't do it. So look for organic cotton, um, things like that, and start looking at detoxing. You want to detox your liver, your gut, your brain to support your immune system. We want to use gut protection with collagen, prebiotics, probiotics. We got to fix the leaky gut. We have to support the pathways of your liver to get these chemicals out of your body. And this is why we have such trouble losing weight, why obesity is such an epidemic, and diabetes and cancer is because of these chemicals. They're literally called obesogens, obese, meaning obesity, and gen, G-E-N, mean generating, causing. So obesogens, diabetogens, chemicals that cause obesity and diabetes. So when we have a hard time losing weight, it's because all of these chemicals are stuck in our fat. Our body does not want to get rid of them because they don't want it causing harm and damage to our cells, our body, our brain, our joints. So If you're struggling losing weight, you're struggling with autoimmune, it's not your fault. It's part of the world that we live in, the incredibly toxic world. So clean up, do your best, take care of yourself, um, be proactive as much as you can, start small, you know, maybe just change out your underwear. Step one, that can be cheap and easy. Step two, clean out your cleaning supplies, go, you know, we only use doTERRA in our house. Um, Double check on all of those websites like the Environmental Working Group and look at what's toxic, what's not. Then you can do the big things like buy one pair of cotton leggings or, you know, switch out your bra to cotton and just start making those little changes over time and hopefully you'll start seeing those differences and start Feeling better and having better success with the health changes that you do make. So welcome back (laughs) to a difficult topic, but I'm so glad that you're here. You stuck through with us. Um, I'd like to invite you to schedule a consultation with me if you're struggling with any health issues you want support with improving your lifestyle, your wellness, you want to get testing done. I am here for you so you can schedule online. The link is below in the bottom. Make sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with all of our upcoming weekly podcasts as we enter into the fall season, school season, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.